All right, welcome back to another episode of Impact Mentality. I'm sitting here with Dr. Tony of PwC Chiropractic in Crystal Lake. And he is a very fun, energetic, not your typical chiropractor. I'm so excited to be sitting down here with him today. So welcome to Impact Mentality, Dr. Tony. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Well, let's get right into it. So for those of you who... Those are the people out there that don't know you. Why don't you give us a little background about what's your origin story? Where'd you come from? A little bit about growing up. Okay. I knew you grew up in Iowa. Oh, yeah. You're hot. Wait, just oh, kidding. Oh, you just didn't. kidding. You Cyclone didn't. fan. Okay. Cyclone so, state. He's going to give us a little, back, little bit of background about himself, how he got into chiropractic, kind of what was that road like, and then we'll go from there. All right, beautiful. Okay, uh, perfect. I get to talk about Iowa. That's even, you know, dream come true right there. Yeah, you know, I definitely don't have the typical chiropractic practice anymore and, and didn't take the typical path into it. Most chiropractors uh, really got into it because they started with their own experience. You know, they had something going on with their health and medicine didn't do it, this didn't do it, that didn't do it, chiropractic did, so they, they kind of sparked that as the career. I actually job shadowed, I had to do this class called Workplace Readiness, right? It was a pivotal point in my life, so I, I remember like all the details. Junior year of high school, and I, um, which I'll, we'll get into this later on about our specialty with ADHD and all that, that, that is me, right? And so I put it off to the very last day, I show up at school and I'm like, oh, I got to turn this big project in. And thankfully, my buddy Andy Jacobs, his uncle, was a chiropractor in a town about a half hour away. You know, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, right? So I had to go to this chiropractor and I was blown away and it, it, it exists at PwC today. I couldn't believe how much fun this guy was having. Him and his wife were both chiropractors. Dr. Rex was his name. I got to shadow him. He was loving life. He was helping people. He was using his hands. And his patients were loving being there, which blew my mind because I always have loved science, always loved helping people. I'm a farmer, so I love that whole aspect of, of community and helping each other. But I'm a positive, happy-go-lucky guy, so God bless everyone who works in a hospital, but I could not see that for my career. So at that point, I was kind of stuck. I'm like, well, I want to do healthcare and help people, but I don't want to do that kind of it. So long story short, chose chiropractic that day. I got back to the dial-up computer lab in the high school, right? Oh gosh. And Yahoo'd it. Google wasn't even a thing back then, homie. And um, found chiropractic, doctorate, science, school, signed up. That was my plan. God had put me on it. And then um, didn't even start getting adjusted till I was in college because I figured like if I'm going to be this I should figure out what it actually is like from the consumer patient end so I started getting adjusted worked for a chiropractor in undergrad he became one of my biggest mentors took that journey I'm an Iowa State grad farmer boy through and through which is where a lot of that get up early work ethic take care of people comes from um, graduate you know got a bachelor's at Iowa State went on to chiropractic school in Davenport had met Christina my wife at that time so, telling the long story as short as possible, then four more years in the Quad Cities, you know, doing chiropractic, going through school. Christina's with me. We get married, and she's from Crystal Lake. Her father is an amazing business owner, immigrant, set up shop, you know, self-made man here in that. So, so we knew we were going to set up here, start our family, start our practice. And I'd say the last bit of the intro I'd, I'd, I'd probably work in, I was going to be 
typical, and, and this is a good thing. I was going to be general chiropractic, right? Premier wellness chiropractic was the name of the practice at first. And that meant I, and I'm going to say the word just, I'm not meaning to minimize it. It's just different than I do now. We were just going to be that general wellness sports chiro, very similar to everyone else because I didn't know anything else. And then, uh, but two weeks before we graduated, our first little baby girl was born. So that started the pediatric thing, which we can expand upon later on. But so we immediately pivoted into a different niche, big time within chiropractic. And I'm I'm only a go full guy, as you know. I don't like dip my toes in the water. I like cannonball, <laughs> you know, into Absolutely. the pool. All in. So it's only been that ever since. <clears throat> awesome. And if you guys have never been to PwC before, first, why not? Second, <laughs> get a hold of Dr. Tony. It's a beautiful facility, yeah. but he didn't start in this wonderful, amazing no. facility that he is now. When you first started, what what did your first building look like? Is it, you know, office, closet? What, what would it look like? Right? Okay. So, I, there's, you know, another crazy chapter, right? And that, that's good. That's what we're doing this for. Because we all have our different stories to our to our mission and our business and our life as we build it together. So I graduated October of 2000. So Addison's born October 5th, 2007. Um, we then opened up shop October 19th. Because I opened up in 07, it was legitimately the month. Like when you read about the collapse of the recession back then, specifically around real estate, it was December 07. Thankfully, I was too young. I've never watched the news. And I was too damn busy to know that the world was falling all around me. But I also, I bought a building on Congress Parkway. So I bought that office we were in before. I bought the condo, 1,800 square feet. So we actually had a very nice facility for chiropractic, which is always Christine and I's thing. Um, I am the anti-Dave Ramsey. I will invest. I'm not a start small guy. I'm a go big and then figure it out guy. And it worked because we got the loan at the time because they were still giving it. So we paid a lot for this building, and it was probably too much and all that sort of stuff, but I also would have never got it. So it was by the grace of God that we got that loan. Long story, you could look at it on paper and go, oh, we got screwed, everything crashed, and the value and everything else. I I got what I needed. You know, we spent 10 years in that building um, doing amazing things, still own it today, right? Other chiropractors rent it that, that do different things than us. But the other cool side part of the story, to get into that, we took every penny we had and then some. So I lived with my wife and our baby in my in-law's basement. And there was a grandma there and there was a brother-in-law there and there was like eight cats there. And it was craziness for the first year. So worth it. So worth it. Oh, I bet so. <clears throat> yep. But I'm sure people look at you now and say you're lucky. Right? Yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. You know, one thing, because it's so cool, it was I had a guy, I didn't know him well, but he was speaking at my school and I would go to every talk. And then I'd be the guy like, ding, ding, ding. Like, I just want to pick your brain, you know, and, and, and just be around him. And this guy told Christina and I, because we were torn, like, that building was exactly where we wanted to be here in Crystal Lake. That was, still is, primo location. This one's better. <laughs> but, you know, at, at the time, that was better. And the guy told us this. It's great for your listeners that are, you know, merging life with business. He said, build the barn before you build the house. You know, it's very farmer, like, you got to have something that supplies this dream home and dream life you and Christina want. And that was a big leap for us because the plan forever was to follow the typical path. 
you know, just borrow money to lease an office and then buy a house with the money that we had saved through school. She worked through school and, you know, massive teacher salary. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we built, we definitely built the barn first. Yeah, that's great. Now, obviously you start off small, you're big now. What are some things that you had to go through that you learn maybe that you don't do anymore. So when you first started, oh, yeah. you used to do ABC, yeah, but yeah. then you dropped the B and the C, and now you're doing X, Y, Z. What are some of those things that you're doing differently now today? Big time. Well, you know, we spoke a lot about this, and you're crushing it with these things. I, I would say perfectly, I'm watching AMRAP and Impact go <clears throat> old school and new school together. So that's kind of the chronological arc that I would say to that question. In the beginning, social media, 0708, it was brand new, but it definitely wasn't anything to do with business. So you couldn't brand and advertise and connect to your community on Facebook. It didn't exist, or it did, but not in the sense that you could use it for that utility. And so the only thing we had was traditional advertising, you know, uh, the Northwest Herald, McHenry County Living, I remember was a magazine back then, um, radio, Star 105, and so I did some of that. We definitely spent some money on that. And I didn't. I did it to brand build. I did it to stand out and be different. Um, but I did community still. To, so I don't do as much of that personally now where I'm going out and seeking community, the chamber and the networking. That's where I met the Shipleys with Conscious Cup. They were starting. Zach was flipping Dukes. So the, the three of us, I'll never forget. We were schlepping around to every Tuesday night chamber meeting, you know, ribbon cuttings, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies. I would come home on Tuesdays. I had a networking meeting in the morning at the Country Inn and Suites with just crap coffee and crap donuts. And then I would go and hoof it all day. Tuesday was my marketing community day. And then Tuesday night, I'd go to these mixers or I'd do a talk. And I'd come home all beat up. I'd be like, babe, this isn't, come on, how much longer do I have to do this? And I don't have to keep doing it. So now we are entrenched in the community. We got you guys. We got so many other of our partners within, you know, the spectrum, the perfect storm world and the fitness and the health world. And um, now I can connect through social. So I'm just as community driven as always. I just don't literally need to be on foot in person as much as I needed to be a decade ago. So we've we've shifted where I'm not doing any of the chamber stuff and more of that, <clears throat> none of the BNI, none of the chamber, any of that. Um, we're involved in the community in a different way. Yeah, always constantly <clears throat> evolving with the community. And for any business owners out there, anybody who wants to connect with the community, if you're not on social media, if you're not taking care of those platforms, you don't necessarily need to be on all of them. But if you don't have w- at least one or two, maybe three platforms that you're not putting your content out there that you're not getting your message out there you're missing out because before it was newspaper radios in which there may still be a small percent of that but if you're not taking advantage of that i encourage you um you're hearing not only for myself as a business owner um running a gym and now podcast but also speaking to a chiropractor who started off with nothing more than 10 years ago and now is in a beautiful facility just ever evolving with the time change and that's what's necessary in business, that's what's necessary. In relationships, that's what's business. That's what's necessary yeah. in any area of life. If you don't evolve, you're going to get left behind. Now, with all this being said, what what are some of the top misconceptions 
that a chiropractor care has or a chiropractic office has that you yeah. guys hear on a continual basis yeah. when people first come in yeah. or maybe don't want to come because they have their own story written inside totally. their head. Totally. There's a lot. And I think our lesson, you know, part of our success is being able to to go right to and through this, not pretend it doesn't exist, not put it in the drawer and hope it doesn't bother us. You know, it is definitely something in our industry that we have to, you know, face head on. And so I'll talk about it, then I'll talk about, I have a different perspective than 90% of chiropractors too about why that's there. And the better you understand the why, the better you can handle the what, right? And and so um, the things we do is we, again, have niched completely different. We go into a pediatric and family message, and it's completely backwards of what everybody thinks of chiropractic, right? If they know anything about so, – so basically chiropractic breaks down – 10% of the population goes, okay? Chiropractic is the weirdest industry ever. Ten, only 10% of people use it, right? 95% um, satisfaction rates within that 10%, though. Literally, like, wow. un that's an unbelievable number that people are ecstatic. The people who go are, let's just use the word, right? They're evangelical almost about it, right? I know you know what I'm talking about because right. you are. And so you have that unique thing. And then the other 90% splits into two camps. They either don't know anything about it or they think it's just back pain. When your back hurts, you go, you get cracked, <laughs> and you're on your way, right? Kind of this, uh, you know, physical Tylenol sort of approach to it. So <clears throat> they don't think of it for kids. So much so that one time I sat on a plane because I traveled, but we'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, the plane combo of like, what do you do? You know, you talk to somebody. There's only two questions. Everybody, you going home or you going uh, work or business? What do you do? And I said pediatric chiropractor because that's my gig. And the guy thought I said pediatric carpenter. And I'm such a smart ass. So I ran with it. I was like, I build little dollhouses. But that the, is so no, he, he thought I said carpenter. And I had a four-hour flight. I'm like, I might as well spend a half hour being funny. He, the guy didn't think it was funny, though, when I turned it back around. Because the reason I tell that story here, he... um thought like pediatric chiropractor were not two words he had probably ever put together so it was easy to mishear it right and so the way we don't deal with the same thing a lot of other chiropractors do is we have intentionally gone left while everybody's going right right and so that helps us now we have to completely you know earn our trust of these parents with our message our message has to be clear it has to be confident it has to be different and unique and then that keeps us out of the pigeonhole of back pain neck pain that a lot of others do but my last thought on this one is crucial <clears throat> and if you face if other business owners face this in their industry crossfit i know does preconceived notions that aren't true you have to be able to deal with them right you have to be able to just speak to them in an open and honest an empathetic way and most of chiropractic's issues with misrepresentation is because chiropractors have accepted it and they just fall prey to it they they take what's given to them instead of take what they want right and so they perpetuate it in our biggest challenging new patients here at PwC are patients who have been to another chiropractor before because the definition they feel is already rooted and nine out of 10 times, it's not true, pure chiropractic. It's whatever the insurance company will pay me, you know, Botox and detoxifications and whatever else you can sell. And that's hurt chiropractic significantly. But chiropractors will tell you it's the big bad medical doctor's fault. 
I will tell you as a dude whose mom said, if you point the finger at somebody, there's three pointing back at you, that's on us. We didn't, con- we didn't get our message out clear, confident, loud. So other people took it and said, well, we don't want them in our way, so we'll tell everybody this is what they are, and we haven't overcome that yet. 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 While everybody's going left, you said you're going right. So what are some of the top things that are very tangible that people can take home with them that they can even visualize it here listening to this or watching the video of the vlog and podcast is what makes PWC different than other offices from anything from small to big what are some of those key factors perfect perfect yeah because there, there there's multiple right that i think accumulate to to get to this answer the big one would be our focus and our niche instead of trying to be everything to everyone which a lot of chiropractors do you know they're like a to z we're everything we i firmly this is and this is just branding 101 this isn't me this is in every business book in the world right and and course if you try and be everything to everyone, you're nothing to no one, right? Because you just can't stand out. So the pediatric and family difference that we're crazy upfront with is our first thing. And I, I would speak to that for all business owners. That's not even actually deep enough for what I'm really meaning. We're best known, right, for our perfect storm work. That's our loudest message to help how much we're able to serve and make amazing changes without drugs for kids with autism and ADHD and sensory. Like that, that's our very, very unique position to it. And so we stand out that way because nobody does what we do there. But then the medium and the small things that are there on the daily is just our care and attention and our office. You walk into this place, you wouldn't think you're a, a chiropractor. You know, you'd think, uh, what's it? Uh, what's it? Joe from, you know, Chip and Joe, yeah. right? Ship rolled up from Austin or wherever they were. They at Waco, Texas, you know, to Crystal Lake. Gorgeous place. The most amazing team. You know, the smile and the connection and the caring is not just written on our wall for BS stuff. Like, we exude it and bring it out for every patient, every visit, every time. We take exceptional care. Our doctors are the best of the best. We train our asses off to be that. We don't rest on our laurels. Like, we're leaving this weekend to go get better, you know? Um, And so just that care and attention and experience that we give from a service perspective, from a results perspective. So even if our brand bought us a difference, I am most committed to backing that up. Like, we're not going to say it and then not deliver it. So the reason we can say it so loudly and proudly is because we're confident we will deliver that product and then some. You know. Absolutely. And I've, I've seen it firsthand time and time again from the old building to this yeah. building. Anytime an intern has come in, anytime yep. a new staff member is here. And there's been a lot of success. There's been other chiropractors who have started here, started their own business, yes. being very successful. And you can see that same kind of culture brand with their own flavor. Truth. And it's creating this ripple effect all across the United States, which is really cool to see. But how did that, how did that culture brand start? Like, what, what, what did the groundwork look like? Because we know in any business that a brand and the culture just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. What are some steps that you had to take to maybe get there? You know, oh man, there's it, it's crazy. A lot of my stuff, I I am in today's world. My team, my team would know this. My wife, like my my biggest thing, I I. I bring to the table and I, I ask my team to bring to the table all the time is to be proactive, not reactive, to to be solutions or to go where the puck is going. I want to be out front and out first, not be reactive. Now, that said, though, geez, with this question, um, 
a lot of it came, you know, from just getting in it, you know, just doing the work and and being in the trenches and figuring out, especially with the perfect storm, that was not something that existed before. That's that's kind of a new space for chiropractic that that we went into. That's always good for me to say because the you know I never want to sound fancy. It was just do the work and then and then say, wow, we got something here, you know, and double and triple down on it. So that's part of it. Definitely, I would say that's in the pot of or the pie. But a big piece of it too was mentorship. For sure. I have never existed in my life and business, and I choose ones who do well in both. I will never have a coach or a mentor or, heck, honestly, even a friend who crushes it in business but is a jerk of a husband, a loser of a dad. And I'm not, I'm not judging that. I'm just, you know, I, I have boundaries on that, that the two do not need to, be, need to be mutually exclusive. I'd like my legacy to be as a great husband and a great dad. And then if I was a phenomenal chiropractor and business owner after, cool, you know. Um, so long story short, mentorship. For sure, all the way along, I have sought out mentors and coaches and paid them, truthfully, as well, right? Um, which is why I think that helps me now, because that's another part of my career, doing that for the Sadies and the Jens and, and, and the others. Um, I've been mentored very well, so I really enjoy mentoring now. Um, and that, that's actually, now at this next phase, that's a tricky thing for me to keep seeking out mentors who are going to keep leading and pulling and pushing me, you know, as, as you go to different places, it, it's a little less options, you know, it's just true. And I'm finding that right now. And I, I fear that I, I've only known be humble, be open, always be ready to learn. My biggest fear is like, if I ever wake up and I've read all the books or think I know everything, I've, I've, I've told my wife to, you know, punch me squarely in the face. If I ever am like, Oh yeah, I got it all. <laughs> yes. Yes. <clears throat> That is so good. And when you guys walk into PwC, if you get the opportunity to, whether you're getting care or just to come by and say hello because you heard this podcast, what you'll realize is that it's a very welcoming community. They're excited to see you each and every single time. Once they get to know your name, they want to know your name, your kid's name. And it's one big happy family because why? They know how important the care is because they've gotten it and they can't wait for you to feel those same results. But you got to keep showing up. You got to get on the plan that the doctors are telling you to. Because if you just come once in a while, if you just kind of do your own thing and expect great results, that's plain and simple exactly how life is. If you just kind of dabble with one thing, you're never going to get great at it. You're never going to recover. If you're in chiropractic care, if you're injured or whatever it may be. Now, with you being a mentor, you said, or being a mentee, I'm sure that's crazy travel yeah. schedule. Yes. How do you balance that as a business owner? Yeah. I'm sure it's even more busy now. Yeah. How do you balance that between being a business owner and being a good father yep. and being a good husband yep. before being a good chiropractor? How do yep. you balance all that stuff? You know, uh, a couple different ways on this one, too. First, I, I really do feel, and that's why I love podcasts, because you can get all these different perspectives from it and, and, and form your own, you know, definitions and actions around it. I, uh, I just first start with the word balance, and, and I, don't, I don't go after unattainable goals, meaning I, you know, I, I, I subscribe to the idea that, for the most part, balance is BS, but always being able to regain and restore balance. And and so I plan for, this is going to sound nuts, it's a different approach than most, but I plan for going out of balance, 
but then I know exactly what gets me back into balance and that's in it. So I'm a big planner. I look on the outside like this crazy lunatic, completely unhinged, not schedule dictated person. Now I did I did marry into organization and execution by the way. Christina should be the one getting interviewed for this podcast. I am like 14% at best as productive as she is. Um and 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 her her strengths are my weaknesses and my weak, you know, it's amazing how God brought us together. But I plan my life first, like perfect time. We're at the beginning of the year. I plan my quarterly breathers. So I plan every one of my quarters to go hard for eight to 10 weeks and then go on vacation with my family and chill for two weeks at the end of that and completely recharge and reboot. And I do that. I have found over the last couple of years that a 90-day cadence works great for me. I have found that I can go pretty hard, business, travel, everything, about two, or simplify it, two months. And then that third month, I need to kind of chill, you know, and I choose that chilling to it. Then I break that down to a weekly schedule. And I put, like when I make my weekly calendar, I'm a passion planner, obsessed guy. Doesn't matter the one, right? Just that you do this. I put in my workouts and my family time first. Then I put in my work shifts, okay? And I do. I have two full-time companies that I run. Um, one I'm primary and the other one I'm co- co-partner in. So I've got two of those different responsibilities. So I break it down, man, to blocks and highlighters. I, I was telling Ron this the other day. I think of myself as I go through each week like it's a triathlon. And my transitions are crucial. I don't let them bleed into each other like I used to anymore. When I'm in here taking care of patients, my team knows <clears throat> no emails, no phone calls, no questions about travel or my speaking gigs or my mentoring. Like I'm a chiropractor for my patients during those hours per week. And conversely, today was a help other chiropractors and business owners day. So I don't have any patient care today. So that doesn't bleed in and, and get me there. And same with family. I, I just protect my boundaries. So I'm, I'm more about boundaries to get to the balance. And then I know that I'll push it. And then I plan to <laughs> lay on the mat. That's why I love CrossFit. It, it's how I roll, yes, right? Yes. I don't. It's not like, you know me. I'm the worst. You have to preach at me for years. Slow down to speed up. And I'm like, that whole open your hips thing? Who's got time for that, right? I just <laughs> yank the bar up and get it done and then lay down on the floor for a while, you know? That is totally your style, 100%. A lot of times you just light yourself on fire, go, and uh, it's all going to work out at the end of the day. Yeah, but it, the, the, the trick is nobody would believe it from Facebook and everything else. I am the hardest working lazy person on earth. Like there is sometimes Christina at home is like, oh man, are you literally like just that? And I'm just playing, right? I'm just dad and I'm just chilling and I love sports. I, I got my downtime and it's crucial to make sure that my on time is on. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite part about being a chiropractor? Oh, the, uh, the joy, the fun, the people, uh, but then the results. Uh, specifically for us with chiropractic, and again, this is where sometimes chiropractors, we, <laughs> I coach and teach other people this. I'm, I'm about to do a little bit of it. I tell them not to cross the weird line. You know, like we're a little too weird sometimes. Kind of like CrossFitters are a bit over the top sometimes. People are like, I don't know if I can get that far down the road. And that's fine too. God didn't make everything for everybody. You know, God gave a lot of different options to us in this world, more so than ever before, because he knows we're all happy with different ways. The chiropractic, coffee, CrossFit-infused life, not everybody's gig, you know. It's ours, you know, and, and that to it. So I love mine and don't judge others. 
But the best thing is, it still blows me away. When a family, I had it multiple times last night on my patient shift. Uh, I teach it to others, so I should be the least surprised by the results. But I still today get blown away when a dad comes in and goes, oh, yeah, the parent-teacher conference, had the, she was failing, and now it's all A's, and she had no friends, and now she's got friends, and that was what I was told last night at the end of the shift. And that's a miracle to me that I didn't make. I, we just Our team just gets stressed out of the way, and God made the nervous system to be miraculous. Um, it still surprises me, and I love that because I think a lot of people end up pretty mundane. And the, the stuff that our patients experience and the life they get out of this just fuels me every day. I, I'm not motivated, I am, but not in the same degree, that we take stuff away from people. You know, X, Y, Z from their challenges went away. Cool. Tell me about what you're going to do with that. Now what's this kid get to do with their life? Now what's that athlete get to do with their life? Now what's that mom how hard can she mom? <laughs> you know, and that dad is not going to be a burnt out, worn out, you know, grumpy, short, fused, you know, dad. He's going to be an energetic, kick-ass, you know, life-loving dad. So that's that's what I love. Those stories are so amazing to be able to read in the testimonies. And yeah. no wonder why you get so energized, filled with life and joy, because you're helping people yeah. truly feel better and get results, yep. whether they're kids or anywhere past that any age doesn't matter and we don't have to we, I think we get a little bit of a cheat code because we're in the fitness health area you your transformations you I love love like I smile big time when I see those on there when people are making those stories and setting those goals but I think a lot of business owners they're just not getting in because some books tell you not to they're not getting as involved in people's lives at, especially in today's culture People want community and connection more so than ever before. Social media is not taking it away. I don't buy that BS. It's giving us another way to connect, right? It's not going to replace the in-person feed that we all have and the community to it. But even if I'm, you know, washing, if, if I owned a car wash business, like, <laughs> this is an easy analogy for me because I'm a fast daddy's obsessed enthusiast. <laughs> like, a clean car to me is a clean brain. I can't function without rolling through fast studies. I love those dudes. When I shake their hand, I just want to, I hope they know how much better they're making my life, you know? And it may seem lame AF to everybody else, but if I'm owning fast studies, I'm, I would tell life stories. I would interview my ass and be like, how's this clean car make you feel, bro? And I would tell them, you know? So, all right, there, that's, that's a rant, but yeah. <laughs> and bring it back, Dr. No, Tony. So, Here right, we go. Right? There we are. Surprised it took me that long to get that far off track. Yes. You know, yeah. So what kind of what kind of services do you offer here at PwC? You mentioned a few things. You mentioned from pediatric care, some yep. sensory. What what does that all look like? Can you uh, bring us back to that just for a second? What are some of those services? Yep. And where are you located in Crystal Lake? Yep. Maybe what is your uh, you know some of your social handles? Totally. If people are listening, they can't really get on their phone right now, yep. but they can uh, come back yep. here and, and yep. figure that out. So the we are a master of one. Uh, a very Cairo common thing is to do a lot of things under one shot, and I did that. That's what I was taught to do. So I have learned by lesson. We used to have you know way back in the day we had a little mini CrossFit gym in there, right? We ran this kind of eight week wellness program. This is before pediatrics really took off. And I thought to be the wellness doctor and to be what I needed to be for everyone, I had to be everything. So we did re physical rehab, you know, and 
and training. We had massage. We had nutrition. And then I incorporated that even from the perfect storm. We did, I had an OT on there, a nutritionist, and we did like everything under the sun. And I woke up one day and I thought, man, like I'm not good. I'm not great at any of this. I'm good at all of it now. It's so time consuming and mental bandwidth consuming. Like I'm a jack of all trades instead of a master of one. So what PwC does today is the best darn chiropractic on the planet, specifically for pediatrics family. And and I know a lot of times people hear peds and then think we don't serve adults. Um, our CrossFitters love us, right? Our young entrepreneurs love us because it's all about neuro performance. And the stress of life, what people don't know is how early stress affects kids. Birth trauma, toxicity, the craziness of our world gets them early and often and then gets us too. So we're all weighed down by stress on our nervous system. It anchors into our spine. That's just how neurophysiology works. It's the main hub of stress, which means when you can release it and get it out of there, whether it's a colicky baby or a CrossFit coach, you get them to unlimited potential. So we do that and just that. We do scans and exams that find it. That's also what sets us apart is our use of technology. We're the most tech-forward office out there. Um, we don't use 1988 chiropractic. We use 2020 chiropractic. Um, so scanning technology to measure stress on the nervous system. And then you mentioned a little bit earlier, and this is a perfect place to give a little more on that, our care plans. That's, that's different too. We are trusted guides for our patients to get what they want out of life. And that's not up to us. So we go deep. We're like, you tell me what you're going for. And usually they tell us the surface level answer because that's what healthcare. They're like, oh, let's give it to my headaches. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. What are you going to do with life after they're gone? I'm interested in that and that dot, 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 because that's where life kicks ass. And we're about getting you there. So then we set up a plan for that. And a lot of times, other chiropractors will try and take us down a notch by saying, oh, you know, at their place, you come in and tell us what you want. Well, if I went into you and was like, let me tell you what workout I'm going to do. I don't, I suck at that. That's why I love CrossFit. I'm like, I would just, I wouldn't do much actually. You know, I would do, I would do some air squats and just feel good. You know, same with financial advisor. I don't roll into my financial guy and go, would it? Let me tell you what I think's popping off in the market right now, right? Like, right, so right. I'm real. So that's what PwC does. We meet you in the middle. We we figure out what you want, and then we're the best at customizing and personalizing a plan for you. And you said it earlier. Those that stick to it get everything they wanted out of it and more. So our social media. We are on six fifteen Dakota Street. 5,000 beautiful HGTV-inspired, Christina Ebel, home goods, you know, infused, beautiful office. Um, we're open six days a week. We have a doc team of four amazing chiropractors. It's PwC Chiropractic on Facebook and Instagram, and we are allowed on both, so you can hang with us there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You have plenty of, yep. plenty of things going on, plenty of events to check into i was just on yeah. your blog this morning yep. on the website so there's plenty of things to be able to read up on in case you're curious about sickness or just different event the events are huge we are always you there you can catch everything you need to learn about us with a lot of videos if you like to learn on your own you know in your pajamas on video we're there for you watch all the videos hit the videos tab on the facebook page and we you know it's all there 
but our favorite thing to do is to inspire and educate. So yeah, the Perfect Storm workshop, the Kick the Sick workshop, Dr. Ron's Delivered prenatal workshop, and the community events like Barbells and Bros and Brews. Um, we do at least once or twice a month. We do community collaborative events. AMRAP's a big, you know, a crucial partner to us. So yeah, come even if you're not ready. Like I don't know, should I come in and be a patient and do the whole scan thing? Come to an event. Just come hang, learn. It's always got Duke's food, IPAs, good wine. We don't mess around. Yes, it is very, very good. Right. Now, you mentioned to inspire and educate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're doing that through PwC, but you also are through Epic Pediatric. Yep. Now, what is that as yep. well? So, you know, what we, what we, the, the evolution of that is a cool story of, of God putting that in front of me, too. Um, and it, it, like chiropractic, it found me. And then I, I guess I just happened to be, at that time, well-constructed to help and serve in that space. Um, but I had always been mentored and trained and coached, and I hit a spot about five years into practice where the style I was learning from of, of coaches and mentors in the group was just not congruent with me. Nothing wrong with how they do it, but it, it, wasn't, it was back pain and everything else, and I, wanted, I was really feeling pulled to go all the way into pediatrics and prenatal and family, and I didn't want to go alone. I wanted a coach and a guide. So I was literally on a phone call with this guy by the name of Dr. David Jackson because um, he had been known as the pediatric guru and was a great coach and a mentor. And he was helping me with a few things, and we got to know each other. I ended up, one of my first ever speaking gigs was at this group out in Costa Mesa, California. And I was the opening act. This is how kind of some of these groups go. I was the band nobody's ever heard of. You know, like at all. And David Jackson is this dude that had been traveling and teaching for 30 years. And, you know, so I'm the band you don't know and he's ACDC or whatever it is, right? And so I had a 20-minute spot. I did my thing. And he called me the next day and gave me this opportunity to build an online training program. This is real. E-courses are everything now, right? You can learn from social media to fitness to everything else. And we built an online pediatric training program. We took everything that I had been learning, boots on the ground here with taking care of these kids and everything he knew of 30 years of experience, and we put it into an online program, and it was amazing. We've had over 1,500 chiropractors buy it and train and serve kids better with it, and then they wanted more from us. They wanted to be more connected and continuous. So Epic is also a community. It's a monthly membership that uh, we do Zoom webinars, we do podcasts. You know, I train them. So my Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm PwC chiropractor. Tuesday, Friday, and one week in a month. I, that's my cadence of getting on a plane, one week in a month. Um, I teach and train other chiropractors, and we built the same concept we talked about here into that. We have a community of, of 350 other chiropractors. We'll be at 500 by the end of the year. My goal is to be at 1,000, you know, within three years. We're doing research. We're doing community. We're especially helping startups. That's my passion. Still trying to pretend like I'm young. You know, and, and all these, all these, they're starting like Sadie and Jen, they're showing up, you know, with avocado toast and big hats and dangly earrings and, you know, just killing it. And I'm, I'm still pretending that I'm not as old as I am and being like, I, I remember back when I started up and I love it, man. Old boring chiropractors. 
they shouldn't be coached by me. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. Yes. <laughs> it's just true. That's my niche there. <clears throat> I, I love being able to talk to you and you go through your story and still even right now talking through your mentorship as far as where you came because you didn't start there, but you look back and now you're saying, hey, I want to give back. I want to pay it forward to that next generation of chiropractic care. I want to help mentor people to create this ripple effect, truly making yeah. an impact, having that impact mentality of wherever you go because it's not just about you, but it's about the other people. And with those things, it's so cool, I'm sure, for you to be able to see others succeed. And whether they're in chiropractor or business, every I think mentorship too, I would have to agree on that, is huge. Now, for all those people out there, who want to own a business yep. or currently owning a business, what is, just off the top of your head, some real one or two things, just yep. advice for wherever they're at. You don't know where they're at, but you running your own business for the last 12, 13, 14 years, what would be the top one or two things yep. that you could give them for advice? Yes, I love it. You know, I, I love what you're doing. When you sent me all this about the impact mentality, my, my obsessive thing is every thing I want to do is create the most amount of impact. I, I look at it as IQ, impact quotient. How, if I'm gonna do something, I wanna make a big impact with it, which is what mentorship has allowed me to do. So for, if you're if you're considering going after a business, these won't be new, but I'm, I'm a pretty crazy guy, so I might have a fresh perspective on them that maybe will land on somebody different than when they read it in a book or heard it on a different podcast. But the first thing is definitely pick your freaking passion. It, you can't, you cannot succeed in business. Running a business is freaking hard, man. Uh, it, it, it's hard. It's, it, it's wonderful and it's enjoyable and it will punch you in the throat and it will try and get you to stay on the couch a lot of times, which is why when you're crushing it and doing good too, you got to celebrate and enjoy it. But so if you're going to step into that, um, passion has to be your fuel because then when it gets hard, your passion can pick you up off the mat. It can't be financially driven only because that, that's only that's crucial. I'll get to that one. That's the third one. But passion play is everything. And I would tie the word impact into that. You want to be able to make an impact with that. The second thing that you got to measure up in this decision-making algorithm is are you actually good at it? I'm super passionate about sports. You know, like, like I love football. I don't think I could, you know, really go at it, you know, and uh, be too successful in that career with it, right? So you got to be dream and inspiration, but you got to be logical and realistic as well. So then you got to go, these are my passions. Can I turn any of them? Am I actually good enough to do this for someone or teach someone else to do it? Or can I get good enough, right? Maybe you're not yet. You got to earn your way to that second level of it, level of it. And then financially, then you got to look at it with a dollar sign. And this is just real. You know, you can't make if, if you make massive impact, you should live a great life for it. You know, God, God wanted us to be impactful and serve others and be bountiful, too. I, I, I don't buy it any other way. Um, and so then you got to look at it and go, is this financially feasible? Can I turn my passion, my expertise into a financially successful business? And what's wild is in today's world with the internet and online courses and coaching and consulting, there's a lot more opportunities. You used to just have to brick and mortar it, right? You had to get a shop, pay rent, pay people. You can do it on your own way differently than ever before thanks to the internet. So it's wild. It's crazy. Yes, yes. You heard it here first from Dr. Tony. And uh, 
find your passion, find that gift or talent that you have. Now, what he's essentially saying is there's something that you do or have inside of you that you're pretty good at and you don't have to have much effort behind it. That's probably your gift or talent. Now, if you need to go to school to learn something, you might need to do that. You might need to seek out a mentor because there's not going to be things that you know. So find your passion. Find that gift that you were born with. Roll with that. Get yourself a mentor or mentors. Create a culture of impact. Create a culture of passion. Create a culture of making a difference and doing the right things because it's the right thing. And then... You can you can sow those right seeds and down the road be able to reap. But as you heard it here from him, he didn't start off where he's at now. You're going to have to grind. You're going to have to hustle. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to get after it and keep pushing through until you get to that fruitfulness. So you heard it here first with Dr. Tony. I'm so grateful for your guys' time t- today. Um, if you would like to hit up Dr. Tony, PwC Chiropractic, you can find him on social media. You can find him on uh, his website. It goes down on the DM, bro. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So thanks for tuning in to Impact Mentality. We'll see you guys next time. And if this message helped you in any way, shape, or form, please share with your friends, family. We'd love to help continuing creating this ripple effect to make a difference anywhere we go.